2: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
1: Hello and welcome, welcome to another episode, to episode of Do Go On. Go My name King. is Dave and, and I'm here, here with Matt Stewart and Jess now, I can't tell if that echo is, in fact, <laughs> Jess's voice or my headphones because we've got a bit of a, an echo already going on in our headphones here in the studio.
2: You'll never know. It You'll was me. Know. It was my voice. Oh, thank goodness. It's my favourite thing to do. I do it every week. I just do it quietly.
0: I'm hearing double. Four crusties.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: And then, I, I noticed... Um, Someone left an iTunes review on us recently, which we appreciate if anyone ever does that. And it was like, um, comes with a free Simpsons reference every episode. <laughs> so there we go. Our contractual <laughs> obligation. Very early on there.
2: Very early. Just nailing it. Getting it, getting shit done. All right.
0: All right. Uh, Hoorah. Thanks. The question this week, Dave, just to explain to people who don't know, what's the question about again?
2: Well...
1: Somehow, the, I don't know if we've ever explained this, but the first episode we ever did was on the Mona Lisa and to get onto the topic I decided to ask a question and then 124 weeks later we have just kept that tradition up. Okay,
2: so. Matt just wanted you to say we ask a question. You didn't have to put in a brag there about how it was your idea. <laughs>
1: But it wasn't my idea. I believe it was whoever's report was number two just to continue the tradition. So Matt's idea. Oh, Oh, Dad, you really flipped that on me.
2: Now I'm not mad (laughs) (laughs) at you. There's plenty of praise for all of us. Good idea, Matt. Okay, can I have some?
1: Uh, there's plenty of, plenty of praise for two of us.
2: Mm, fair enough.
1: That would have been better if I'd said plenty instead of plenty. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, and uh, Matt's written a report on a topic. Jess and I don't know what it is about. It's been suggested by
0: a listener, I assume. Yes, it has. <laughs> I'm just from Yes. Just remembering. I've got to look that up. All right. <laughs> uh, the question is this week, Dave and Jess. Mm. Hands on buzzers.
2: Okay. Oh, names of buzzers.
0: Which creature is known for the Black sun. Lagoon. That's a that's not a creature, that's a lagoon. So I didn't say which
1: No, sorry, my buzzer is Aunt Black Lagoon. Okay. And <laughs> so <laughs> your answer sorry. is
2: It's a weird
0: <laughs> Which creature?
2: Fat Man. Funnily enough my buzzer is uh, gone with the wind.
0: <laughs> Jess, and then your answer? Was that you buzzing in or Keep testing the buzzer,
1: Mine was also a test, so please don't.
2: Yeah, mine was a test. Both tests.
0: All right. New rule. Let me get the question out before you buzz in. Oh, Interesting.
1: Okay. Well, Interesting. Well, you should turn rule. the buzzers off before the question
0: finishes. Well, hands <laughs> off buzzers again and then put them on when I finish the question. Okay. okay
2: you tell us when you finish the question. You, you finish the question with hands on buzzers. Okay. Okay.
0: Black
1: Lagoon. Sorry, me again.
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry. Can't take, your, take your fucking hand off the buzzer. Question is, which creature is known for the size of one of their body parts more than any other?
2: <laughs> or- <laughs>
1: you thinking black, black lagoon is it a <laughs> is it far lap
0: oh good very good <laughs> t- 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 train horse We've also it's been in the
1: hat it has and we talked about far lab a couple of weeks ago for some reason <laughs> i think that was your guess
0: Matt, for one of my topics heart the size of far lap no very good guess though jess
2: so sorry it's known more for the size of its it's an awfully written question rather than it being a thing Yes. Okay. I don't understand
0: your question as much as <laughs> I, don't... I don't understand <laughs> I don't, my is question. It
2: is it, f- so it's about the, uh, the elephant tusks.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, th- no, it's a particular kind of creature. Okay. And it is known for having a large body part.
1: And, and Black Lagoon, I <laughs> can't help but feel you just <laughs> restated the exact same question but more slowly and somehow thinking that we'd understand <laughs> that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you emphasised yeah, different like, parts of the sentence. You're like,
1: oh, don't worry about it. Um, I'll rephrase the question. I'll uh, I'll put it, a clue
0: in there. Its whole name yes. is about how big. This oh, size and is. A black is. <laughs> <laughs> is it Bigfoot? Yes. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 oh, thank God. Uh, Was the question, does the question make sense now? Yeah. Still yeah. not really. Still Sorry, not everybody. Really, no. Sorry, everyone at home. I've
1: never really thought about. Does it have big feet? Well, yeah. But like abnormally big feet, or something that. Uh, I actually don't know what Bigfoot is. Is it a gorilla, man? Well, you're going to tell us.
2: We hope.
0: Um, fuck, that's a that's a big task. T- task. Yeah, I
2: want solid evidence. Okay. In this report. <laughs> um, <laughs> I look, want to be convinced.
0: It's interesting because there's so much. I, I was thinking it was going to be like the Mothman. Like there was one origin story, and it sort of came out from there. But this is something that goes back centuries. Mm. There's legends of. Anyway, let's do the report. Of big feet. What is Bigfoot? Is uh, what I've written here. Bigfoot is a big, hairy, humanoid creature who is thought by some to inhabit wilderness areas in North America, especially especially and especially (laughs) the Pacific Northwest. Mm. While the term Bigfoot was first recorded in the 1950s, there had been stories of similar creatures prior to this for centuries. According to an article on TodayIFoundOut.com by (laughs) Emily Upton, stories of a wild man existed among the Native Americans of the Pacific Northwest long before white colonists moved in. Hmm. Versions of Bigfoot range from a harmless giant who stole fish from fishermen's nests and nets to cannibalistic monsters living on mountain peaks. These stories varied from tribe to tribe and even from family to family, which meant that Bigfoot had a lot of different names. Only in, in well obviously since the fifties has the Bigfoot name sort of taken over, especially in of course, North in, in, America is the
1: And my family's name is Big Pain. Yes. Very mm-hmm. various family of family, of course.
0: Yeah. Still also no hard evidence of that existing.
1: A lot uh, of hard evidence in Big Pain.
0: Oh god, that's awful. Um <laughs> awfully good. Awfully hard. <laughs> The most common names now, though, are relatively <laughs> modern, uh, Bigfoot, obviously, from the 50s, and Sasquatch, which is is actually, it comes from a much older word. It comes from the Native American Halkamalim word, Saskets, pronunciation. Sounds like a yeah, cool band name. Yeah, I think it's quite an old name, um, but Sasquatch was sort of, like, taken from that mm. in the 20s. Um, Sasquatch is a cool band, yeah. right? Big band. I've seen them before. They're pretty good. Melbourne band. Um, are so- saying Sasquatch? Yes. Yeah, Sas- oh, Sasquatch. Kind
2: of like, like the Rockets, you know? Yeah. The Sasquatch. That's cool.
0: That is cool.
2: Sasquatch are also.
0: Let's do it. Okay. No, I agree. Let's start a band again.
2: Again? Did we, we do but, it last week? Yeah. Well, we started a band, and then I assume when you said again, then we must have broken up somewhere in there. Yes. Remember we were looking for a drummer? Oh, that's right. And I completely forgot that Al from 200 Think of Tank. Oh, yeah, he tweeted
0: oh, Is that why he tweeted that? Yeah. Right. He's he tweeted, like, I play I the f- drums. Th- I thought it was just a brag. Yeah, I thought he, I oh, thought he was no. being. because yeah,
2: we were looking for a drummer.
0: I thought it was being totes random, but.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so Al.
0: So anyway, according to this article, Bigfoot is described by believers as being between six and eight feet tall with a large forehead and pronounced brow like a caveman's. Okay. A...
2: Wait, six and eight foot. Mate, you're over six foot.
0: No, nah, I'm, I'm even six even. Come on, mate. I, even, look, I don't know. I haven't measured myself in a while. Don't point fingers like that.
1: So he's got a big forehead, but he's called Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, I know. A bit rough, right? My uh, nice syllables. And a rounded, crested head like a gorilla's. He is covered in brown or red hair oh, oh, and has enormous feet <laughs> that are his namesake, with the biggest estimation at a whopping two feet long by eight inches wide.
1: That's his feet.
0: Yeah. Two his feet are two feet, which I also have two feet.
2: But <gasps> He's I don't know. seeing double the same. here. Four feet.
0: <laughs> uh, there are legends of similar creatures all around the world. For instance, you guys might have heard of the yeti or abominable snowman of Nepal. <laughs>
1: yes, which Jess can't say. But how do you say, Jess? I
2: can't. I just have to imagine a bomb inside a ball.
0: Abominable. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone. Tw- anyway, someone abominable. Good tip.
2: Very deliberate, but it still works.
0: Apparently, it's known as the abominable snowman due to a poor translation of a uh, word mato kangmi, which would have more accurately translated as man bear snowman. Which I love way more. I like it. Heaps. Man, two man in it. Man bear snowman. I love how it's bookended by man.
2: Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: Do you think? I just had this thought. What do you think about a new game for kids? It's not Duck Duck Goose. It's Man Bear Snowman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that so if you get called a man, but for the second time, you uh, you're it. I guess so. Man bear. I only said man once. Stay still.
0: Uh, there's also a the strange. <laughs> yeah, it's a confusing game, which is what I like about it. Uh, there are also the Almas of Central Asia, which I hadn't heard of before, or the Chachanya of S- Siberia, hmm. the Mapinguary of South America, apologies for all these pronunciations, and the Yawies and Yahoos of Australia.
2: <laughs> I forgot about Yawies.
1: Uh, to our overseas listeners that are probably not aware, of Yowie power. Mm-hmm. which was for a while they had a sort of Kinder Surprise knockoff type thing where it was a Yowie, yep. a, a chocolate Yowie, and inside was a, a toy build much like a Kinder, Kinder Surprise. Yep. Man, I so, loved those. I was
2: really more of a Kinder Surprise girl. Really?
1: Oh, well, I'm a Yowie.
2: Yowie boy.
0: Yeah, I'm a Yowie boy.
2: And the only Yahoo I know of is Yahoo Serious.
0: yeah, and dot .com.
2: Great point, Yes.
0: It was it? I think it's an old that was used as a, and maybe it comes from this. But like these bloody Yahoo's, if you're mm. talking about if some people are a bit, you know, rowdy or something. Check out these Yahoo's. Check out these Yowies. Nah, never heard it.
2: Nah, I'm starting it. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> you bloody Yowies. <laughs> so there, there are these legends all around the world, right? The only continent apparently that doesn't have one is Antarctica. Oh. Yeah, I know a bit. Rough. Is that
1: because no people live there to make something up,
0: or to have seen it?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Stand. Well, I stand by what I said.
0: <laughs> I really, I really hope. I don't know. if I hope it happens organically, but I really hope at least one of you is right on board with these guys being real. Because I am. Anyway, what do you mean? spoilers.
2: Of course, I am.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that was almost ridiculous. Of course, they're real.
2: What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> you doing your report on a real thing?
0: Yeah. No, that's. I'm not going to sit here and talk about something that's made up. No. Would I waste everyone's time? What
2: a waste of time that would be!
0: Never done that before. <laughs> this is actually this is kind <laughs> Santa of
2: Santa
0: Claus, <laughs> uh, Mothman. <laughs> I think this might be our third in a trilogy of cryptozoology reports.
1: Recap for us:
0: Mothman, mm-hmm. uh, Loch Ness Monster. Ah, this. Ah, great. This current one we're doing now: the Bigfoot. What about the
1: Yule Lads?
0: Ah, uh, no, they're uh, crypto. Crypto War boys. For, crypto boyology, <laughs> yeah. So the Pacific Northwest and North California in particular, I really wanted to say North Carolina, I guess, because I keep talking about those fucking Michael Jalden J- shorts. <laughs> Michael <Anyway>. Jalden. <Jordan. laughs> um, so, yeah, apparently that's that they're the most specific areas where um, known as Bigfoot hotspots in North America. They do have others and other myths across North America as well. Um, with some great names, like the Ohio Grassman. Oh, Good.
1: no, that's, that's got to be officially our favourite. <laughs> <laughs> I but, mean, don't uh,
0: call it too I early. I was going to say.
1: <laughs> yeah. Unless it's like the, the Gary Gary
2: man <laughs> you or something. You're calling it early.
0: So the, so the Ohio Grassman's uh, said to roam grasslands north of Akron.
2: Selling pot. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I mean, how tall is the grass going to be for him to hide? And- <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, that's the wild thing about it, right? Surely everyone else is, you know, in the snow... Or in the forest, or whatever, or some. What about this one, Momo the monster?
2: Yeah, come on, Dave, you called it way too early. It's Momo gross, the man. monster,
0: a hairy beast with a pumpkin-shaped head from Missouri. Ooh, come on, I going. love the pumpkin-shaped head. Momo's cute, though. Yeah, Momo the monster it sounds like an entertainer. Yeah. A uh, kids
2: still scared of him? Sesame Street. He's on Sesame Street.
0: I, I really do think this is my favourite, although I do agree with Dave. Probably the podcast official one would be the Ohio Grassman. I think my unofficial favourite, uh, <laughs> named B- Bigfoot-type beast, uh, is Florida's Skunk Ape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Is he a skunk or an ape?
0: <laughs> also known as Stink Ape <laughs> and Swamp Cabbage Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> swamp? man. Why? According Wait, to- <laughs> is he like is it swamp cabbage? Like what's the grouping here? Are they separate words? Three separate words or is it like swamp cabbage man?
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I read it. Uh it was written in three different words. So I read mm. it as lives in the swamp, smells like cabbage, looks kind of like, like a, man. a man.
2: Yeah. It's no. he's not a man who looks Small hands. Sm- no, no, no.
0: Smells of cabbage.
2: In my
1: my reading was it's a man who eats the swamp Lives in a cabbage, smells like a man. Yes.
0: <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. That's one of the big How mysteries. Does
1: it could he eat a swamp? just be a man who's drank a lot of swamp water. I, I,
0: I did write a little bit down um, from animalplanet.com about the skunk ape. Apparently, it gets. I mean, a... if it's on animalplanet.com, it's got to be real. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: Dave, you're convincing two believers. It's not it's... called
1: crypto made up <laughs> which, by right, Coincidence is also my new homepage.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, apparently, according to that website, the name Skunk Ape comes from the creature's appalling smell.
2: Oh.
0: One relatively recent sighting of the Skunk Ape occurred in May of 2011, where a fishing guide and two of their clients were cruising along a mangrove swamp when they spotted something at first, thinking it was your average animal, like a feral hog uh, (laughs) or bear.
1: What a a country. Just your, just your average feral hog <laughs> Swimming in the swamp Oh don't worry about that there That's just a, uh, just a feral, just a feral oh, Whatever sheriff's I said back. It <laughs> I'm going to take him out With a couple of bullets and my trigger gun
2: trigger My trigger gun, gun.
1: <laughs> I've, got, I've got a trigger gun and a non-trigger gun The non-trigger gun shooting all the time I can't <laughs> <laughs> At least I trigger gun I got, I got a bit more choice <laughs>
2: But with the non-trigger gun, sometimes uh, I don't have to reload. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I call them break hours.
1: I got a ten-minute break. Then I put the bullets back in. I start shooting those ferropeg. What no I'm talking about.
0: But as they got closer, <laughs> they realized it was something else entirely. Describing it as a wide, as describing it as wide as a side-by-side refrigerator freezer <laughs> with a muscular torso, a ZZ top beard, <laughs> and a hairless forehead. Oh. The creature stared at them for about 15 seconds and then made a guttural harumph or snort <laughs> and walked away into the mangroves, according to the Animal at Planet article. At this stage,
2: article. it's just sounding like Zave Michaelides in the morning. You know, uh, just like not much hair on top, but a lot on the beard. And
1: one of the stars of the Kentucky Fried Chatting podcast <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with a uh, review Kentucky Fried Chicken. Go <laughs> and, j- and check that. It's very funny.
0: <laughs> nice short episodes, bite size. Um, but apparently if you don't want to eat KFC, apparently don't listen to it because you'll eat KFC. Yeah. Even though I don't know if they necessarily make it sound all that good.
1: The most recent episode I saw them post today, their review refresher
0: towelette. <laughs> I
2: haven't yeah, heard that one. Good.
0: Another example is the Fook monster. Oh, it's fuck, it's a fuck monster. F O U K E. That's, a fuck,
2: That's
0: a fuck monster. F- a Fook monster. That's a fuck a f- also known as the Boggy Creek monster.
2: Boggy Creek.
0: Or the yeah. Southern Sasquatch.
2: Yeah, I like it.
0: Uh and it is seen around the town of Fuke, Fook Fook, Arkansas. It's
2: a fuck monster.
0: The, the town most- of fuck <laughs> the most famous of these sightings occurred on May the second, 1971, at the home of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford. The Fords had only recently moved into the house and reported that the creature terrorised them, even reaching in through a window before being chased away by Bobby and his brother. This didn't deter it for long, though, as it returned later in that night. Bobby had a gun and he shot at the beast, believing that he got it. But a significant search occurred and scratches and footprints were found, but a body... Nor blood never was. Mm.
1: This sounds like a job for Scooby Doo, Raggy, (laughs) and the Mystery Machine. And it turns out that it was the owner of the uh, amusement park all along. I reckon that. And he would have got
2: away with it too, if it wasn't for those pesky kids. (laughs) If it
1: wasn't for that
0: gun you shot me
1: with,
2: (laughs) fuck.
0: Um, This story caught the attention of local media and many more reportings of sightings. Occurred over the next few years And also many movies have been made about the creature Including 1972's The Legend of Boggy Creek <laughs> That sounds like a real box office hit And and the follow-up 1985's Boggy Creek 2 And the legend continues
2: It was like 13 years later
0: Yeah, there was one in between But this was the direct fo- Like this right. was the sequel
2: How many
1: Academy Awards did that win?
0: Oh, n- uh, countless Countless, I wow. did not count them <laughs> Uh, but as of today, no definitive proof has been found. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Just dropped a drink bottle. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm getting a little dry.
1: Oh, you can start this sentence again.
0: Uh, but as of today, no definitive proof has been found of the Fouquet Monster. Fuck Monster. Sorry, the fuck Monster.
2: Honestly.
0: Uh, this topic isn't about the Boggy Creek monster, though. Or the Funk monster. All the Funk monster is a very <laughs> different thing. Or <laughs> <All> the Skunk <laughs> Cape. <laughs> it's <laughs> about Bigfoot, <laughs> right? An entirely different.
1: What's Bigfoot's favourite genre?
2: Of f- foreign films.
0: <laughs> oh, of foreign films. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: is, he, is he a Bollywood fan?
0: Docos. Loves a foreign, oh. foreign language doco. Okay. So I'm going, to t- I'm going to tell you about a few of the most famous Bigfoot stories. Um, the first b- dates back to the early part of the 20th century, even before the term Bigfoot was even coined. Uh, this story is about a man named Albert Ostman and comes, again, from AnimalPlanet.com. These guys love the Bigfoot stories. I don't think... Again,
1: if it's on AnimalPlanet.com. It's a thing. Is it an animal? Is it on our planet?
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> ticks, ticks both boxes. <laughs> Two yeses. <laughs> Two solid.
2: Such a cute little yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, (laughs) mate.
0: Ostman was a lumberjack who was out camping in British Columbia in Canada in 1924. One night, when he was tucked up in bed, sleeping in his tent, the next thing he knew, he was being carried away, still in his sleeping bag, by a family of Bigfoots.
2: He was having a dream. A family. I'm Do sure you call them big feet?
0: I was gonna say <laughs> that must have been discussed before. I think it's big foots. It's got to be. It can't be big feet.
2: Like moose. Yeah. Or
0: <laughs> big moose.
2: We <laughs> can't buy a big moose.
0: Yes, it's much like a big moose.
2: Big foots, maybe.
1: Yeah, oh. big foots could work. <laughs> big shoes.
0: Well, that's that's a yeah. Good.
1: Thank you. There's no wrong answers here. Yeah, know. So, I was except... about
0: to, I was about to block, and I thought no, that's what Jess does. I'm an enabler.
2: Mm.
0: I, will, I will ruin things by letting it happen. <laughs> a very different thing indeed. Um, so, so, the family of Bigfoots included a father Bigfoot, a mother Bigfoot, a daughter Bigfoot, and a son Bigfoot.
2: Okay, he could tell the gender of them.
0: Why? Well, they weren't wearing clothes.
2: So, the, the girl ones had big eyelashes and were wearing skirts.
1: Yes, yes, they didn't have clothes on their eyes.
0: <laughs> very easy to tell. I think if what you're saying is gender is fluid and it, and it can't be determined by genitals, then yes, you're right. This is a very old school way of looking at it.
2: So what you're saying there is they weren't wearing clothes, so the, the girl ones had, like, breasts.
0: I'm Look, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Ostman personally. Why
2: not? He always...
0: I ran out of time, okay. and he's long dead.
2: The girl one had a pink bow in her hair, so it's like, oh, that's the daughter. And the dad was wearing a tie and a bowler hat.
0: Ebola bowler hat? That sounds... <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous! What a badass.
2: Ebola. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he was slung over uh, one of their shoulders. Um, Osman was taken on a bit of a hike, which apparently took multiple hours before he was put down.
1: At the t- do you reckon you're yelling, or do you just end up just just taking it? And you're like, like, all right, whatever.
0: It's amazing, like because they didn't wake him up until he was already on the journey. Like them getting into his tent. Chucking him up on the shoulder, bouncing along. Heavy sleeper. So he wakes up mid bounce. Mid bounce. That's crazy. I reckon my first thought would be, "What is going on?" My first thought. Do you think what? I don't know what you would think. That is a
1: great first thought. My first
0: thought is, I've got to see these four animals' genitals
1: so I can tell (laughs) what gender they are when I get back to tell. So I can
2: assume their gender
0: and also that they're a family. Yeah. Can't they just all be friends of different ages and and different? different bits and pieces. Absolutely. Thank you.
2: No, Matt. Thank you. (laughs) Uh,
0: The family didn't seem to want to hurt him. Sorry to say family. I'm just going along with this. No, that's fine. Yeah, of course. Load of BS story. (laughs) Obviously, everything else is definitely real, just not necessarily the fact that they're a family. Anyway, the family didn't seem to want to hurt him, but apparently somehow made it clear that he wasn't allowed to leave. Apparently, the family communicated with grunts and uh, Ostman remained kidnapped for the next few days before he came up with an escape plan. This was his plan.
2: He'll tunnel his way out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll never suspect that. He's just <laughs> this in the middle. They're watching all watching him, they're huddled around him. <laughs> I don't think these creatures
1: have uh, understood the mechanics of tunneling. They won't know where I'm going.
0: <laughs> What's happening? He's very slowly disappearing what? into the earth. Why
1: is he going down? Da- How's he going down? <laughs>
0: Some sort of elevator? Yeah, they know elevator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not stupid. digging holes.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, man! Don't be.
0: I mean, mm. I don't want to patronise your yeah. friends. Uh, so his his plan included involved. Well, it it didn't include it entirely. It was this is his whole plan? Was getting Papa Bigfoot to consume an entire tin of snuff, mm. which is some like the only time I've ever seen snuff was at Oktoberfest, where some of the German. Um, Bigfoots were um, put sorry um, adult male humans um, were were putting it in that little nook in their hand. What do you call yep. that bit? Is that the nook?
2: Yeah, it can be a nook,
0: snuff nook. And then they just like snort it up. I think it, maybe it's like tobacco or something. I'm not sure, yeah, but I mean, it, it's some it sort has of a, a similar
1: hit to a tobacco. I yeah, it's
0: like a like an, a little energy boost. Anyway, so he he got the the dad bigfoot to to have all the tin, and he did, uh, which made him bend over in pain, incapacitating him. Allowing Ostman to escape.
2: What about the other three?
0: I guess they were tending to the to the dad. Sure. They're a lo- they're, they're a loving family. family. Yep. Ever heard of one, Jess? Actually, now that I think about it, mm. the exact same makeup of, as your family. Yeah. Where were you in nineteen twenty four? A
2: mama and a papa and a and a boy and a girl. Yeah, we're a perfect family. Thank you.
0: That's not quite what I said. She didn't answer. She did very answer. Very suspicious. Yeah, very slippery.
2: Anyway, uh, on with the report, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, um, not to get
0: bogged down in details. Yeah. So in time, uh, he made it home. It took quite a while. Obviously, he had to figure out where he was.
1: And obviously, he was pretty tired. He had no snuff
0: to keep him going. When, how long do you reckon before you'd tell someone about this incident?
2: Well, you would be missing for a few days, so you'd probably have to t- explain them, yeah. your, your absence.
0: Yeah, probably about 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking of something similar. Jess, how long would it take you?
2: Um, I I don't know, and I'm I try to be quite polite and ask people like say hi, how are you, how's yes. your day? I think in this case I would skip that. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, under fifteen.
0: Uh, Let's well, be I, honest,
1: I, Jess, you'd put on in an Instagram story.
0: I think. He, oh
2: fucking yes, <laughs> I would. She would.
0: I think he um he might have made some small talk because he didn't tell anyone for about three decades.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. All right.
0: And he and this was because I, I guess I guess again I didn't get a chance to call him up, but I I'm guessing he was embarrassed about the story, thought people wouldn't believe him, and he only came forward when other stories started coming out oh. in the fifties. About this,
1: this does remind me of the story of Loch Ness. Yes. When they didn't tell anyone for many many years, and they seem to remember that it was a sunny Sunday. Yes. <laughs> All the details. Though it could have been. A log or an otter.
0: Or
2: a, a Monday. <laughs> and One it of could those have been raining.
0: <laughs> the legend of Bigfoot didn't really hit the wider public's consciousness until the late 1950s when a man named Gerald Crewe discovered a set of big footprints. Oh. Which were soon known as Bigfoot footprints.
2: Oh. Oh, right. An
0: article about these footprints is legitimately where the name Bigfoot originated from. According to an article archived online, uh, it was titled, Giant Footprints Puzzle Residence Along Trinity River. Catchy title. Got them in.
2: I love it. Punchy.
0: Uh, it was written by Andrew Ginzoli.
2: Big fan of his work.
0: And I, I read it as quoted in the Times Standard. On August twenty seventh, nineteen fifty eight, crew and his road construction crew, crew and the crew, found the footprints on the site where they were working in Bluff Creek, California.
2: Bluff sounds a lot like snuff. (laughs) Coincidence?
0: I think so. Also, a word for making things up. Yeah, that was. (laughs) That's what I thought when I heard bluff. I'm like, well, clearly.
2: Yeah, uh, no, me too. We all thought the same joke, and I purposefully went a different way. Smart
0: comedy. Always go the third or fourth option. (laughs) Or even, in this case, seventh or eighth. Yeah. The footprints
1: were found in Bullshitville, (laughs) right next to Prank
0: Town. (laughs) Ah, Prank, which sounds a little bit like Spank. Oh, seventh option there. Crew made plaster casts of the prints and took them into the Humboldt Times newspaper, who went on to report on the discovery. Attached to the article was a great photo of a serious-looking Gerald Crew holding one of the plaster casts, Uh, and I read somewhere that he was asked to smile by the photographer, but he refused, saying that if he did, then someone would accuse me of trickery. Yeah. I I switched from talking about him in the third person to the first person mid-sentence there. Sorry about that.
2: Only tricksters smile. (laughs)
1: So is he like frowning in the photo?
0: He's just looking very
1: earnest
2: He's going "Ah!" (laughs) He's doing sharkers With his tongue out Yeah
1: They'll take me seriously now
0: (laughs) The beast's footprint measured 18 by 7 inches And according to crew's measurements had a 50 inch walking stride Whoa What do you mean?
2: (laughs) I said between steps
0: Right
1: What's a step?
2: <laughs> oh dear. Oh so
1: that's dear. a fifty inch. What's that? One
0: point two five meters. So that's a pretty big stride. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm about <laughs> one point two. So I'm definitely not a big foot. Thank God. Got a got a pretty tight hamstring as well. Mm. Can't stride out. You got to stretch before bed. Yeah, you got to. And, and morning. Morning. <laughs> Every like twelve hours on the hour. According to Genzoli's article, the creature was a regular visitor to the area, saying the latest appearance of the huge thing, like that description, Mm -hmm. individual or animal, occurred again sometime Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. The country is some of Humboldt County's deepest wilderness, where not a lot of natural secrets are known to the white man. This story kicked off big media attention locally before even being picked up internationally and and released. This was what where Bigfoot mania began. It's like
2: like Beatlemania?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. But before. Yeah. Beatles were, were just, a, I think they were forming around this time. At least three of them, were, maybe they were. They what, were in... late 50s? Yeah. There were stories that a man named Ray Wallace, a known trickster and brother of a worker on the site or a construction worker himself, depending on which article I'm quoting from, was responsible for the footprints. This was a story going around, right? But apparently Wallace wasn't keen to talk about it. Reporter uh, reportedly telling a journalist named Bill Chambers that he didn't want to be made a laughing stock of.
1: That does not sound like a very good prankster.
0: Yeah, he does like not, that what, That's yeah. what you want. He does not want a laughing stock.
2: I don't want to elicit laughter. Yeah, in any way.
1: I'm a very serious artist. You're in the
0: wrong biz.
1: Did you ever see anyone laugh at the show punked? Nah, I don't think so. I, I rest my case. That's yeah. probably true. Those pranks are not funny.
2: They are not.
0: Wallace died in 2002 at the age of 84, and after this time, apparently his family came forward to confirm that Wallace was, in fact, responsible for the footprints. From what I read, it wasn't clear whether or not this meant that Wallace himself was some sort of a Bigfoot or if he faked (laughs) the footprints.
2: I think people probably would have noticed just in, like, interviewing him that he had... Super huge feet, eighteen-inch feet, and they would have been quite out of proportion with the rest of his body, so it would have been quite noticeable.
0: Again, I I, I didn't get a chance to interview him, of course. Of course, wasn't able to make that.
2: I would assume it's the latter.
0: Okay,
1: imagine if a little prank that you did created something as famous as Bigfoot. That would be, wouldn't that be amazing? That'd
0: be so so great. But I mean, the people, true believers, still believe these footprints are genuine um, and the area of Bluff Creek continues to be a hotspot for Bigfoot trackers and that's because of this one and also another, there's been a lot of sightings around that area but often, you know, where people go to look for something, they'll find something, if you know what I mean. But another one of the most famous um, stories occurred uh, right here in this location.
1: Right. In Brunswick. The stu- in
0: the studio. <laughs> in the studio, You yeah. did sort of point
1: with your hand a little bit.
0: In, oh, sorry. I'm I'm vividly telling this story. Oh, you're there. <laughs> I'm there. You're wearing like I'm in Bluff a... Creek. You're right now. Like a... Oh,
2: sorry. I'm just vividly telling a story. I'm just really in.
0: I'm in the story. Sorry if you're not. You, have I not got you guys in? Sorry for not
2: being vivid.
0: Can't you smell the skunk cape? I can oh, smell oh, some yeah.
2: cabbage, some I, swamp cabbage. I can
0: smell man. a man. I can smell a man. But you like. There's so many ways or uh, reasons why a family might come forward and, and, and say this even though it wasn't true. Maybe the feds got to them. Oh, do the you think about feds. that? Or maybe some other, you know, secret organization that we don't even know about who who keep the bigfoot under wraps.
2: Mm. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess
1: the ring.
0: Patterson Gimlin film. Have you guys <gasps> heard of this? Yes.
2: <gasps>
0: no.
1: Je- I'm sure. Have you seen it? Just the the footage. It's of him walking.
0: Is it
2: oh, not? yes.
0: Bigfoot walking.
2: <laughs> I thought you meant film, like motion picture. It is. Oh,
0: it is a motion. There is. Mo- it's a motion picture. Okay. Of him walking.
2: Right. But it's like, about a minute like, l- minute long? Yeah. Okay. But it's not a. a it's not a feature length. Not a feature length film nominated for an Oscar. Oh. It's just a moving, what it's a, just a film. What a cruel
0: way to find out. <laughs>
1: in some ways you're less impressed by a feature yeah. film nominated for an Oscar versus a an actual film of Bigfoot.
2: Correct. Oh, yeah. so Show me the art. It's the
0: it's the most famous evidence. Yeah. I'm you, inverting commas with my fingers there because some people don't believe it. Sorry. What? I'm sorry.
2: Naysayers.
0: Yes, I've called them that somewhere in here. Anyway, um, the film was shot in 1967 and it shows a big muscular humanoid ape with large breasts casually walking upright through a forest clearing. The quality of the footage is a bit dicey, but it's pretty clear. It's the best mm. anyone's ever come up with that hasn't been instantly shut down as, as as BS. Sure. Short for bullshit, Dave. Oh, thank you. The video is named for Roger Patterson and Bulbert Giblin. The men who shot the footage, both Patterson and Gimlin had been amateur boxers and rodeo cowboys.
2: Ooh. So they hadn't
0: been hit in the head at all. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a little bit. Maybe a no, little No, they were potentially really good at both of those things. Uh, there is plenty of conjecture about the film. They wouldn't have been amateurs
2: if they were really good at it.
0: No, no, they, well, okay.
2: Unless they were humble.
0: They were just humble. It was a different time. Uh, So there's plenty of conjecture about the film's authenticity. And even Patterson and Gimlin's stories of what happened that day uh, have have had doubt cast around them, right? Some say that they, well, I mean, if they think the movie's made up, I guess they would assume the whole story is made up, to be Mm. honest. But here's how the story goes. On Friday the 20th of October, Patterson and Gimlin were searching for Bigfoot on horseback around Bluff Creek. When they rounded a corner, they saw the hairy figure. Later known as Paddy. that's what the, the 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 beast in that film is is now nicknamed Paddy, nicknamed Paddy. yeah. Oh, I don't no. know if it's after him or not. Maybe it's because of the Pat- Patterson Gimlin film. I should have probably looked that up anyway. Hmm. they so they saw Paddy. Uh, Patterson dismounted and runs towards the beast before pulling out a video camera he's hired for to obviously for this purpose they were looking for it. And he shot the famous footage. At first, it's a bit shaky, but then he sort of stabilizes. And the middle section of the film is the clearest, which is also the, includes the most famous shot in in all Bigfoot history. It's the one you'd probably picture if you're imagining Bigfoot, um, unless you're thinking Harry and the Hendersons with John Lithgow as the father of the Hendersons. That's that's two. My Hendersons. God, he's in every film. Two Lithgows in two weeks. He is
2: a talented and versatile man.
0: He certainly is. I'm seeing double Lithgow. Four, Four Lithgows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so th- this famous part of the film is, is you know, it's pretty stable and the the beast sort of turns his head, or her head, sorry, to look at the camera.
2: And flips the bird.
0: Flips the bird. You remember and that? then
2: rollerblades off. Famously.
0: Rollerblades. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's real sick. So
0: Eat shit, sucker. <laughs> no, it's a flip.
2: It's fucking cool, man.
0: <laughs> so that frame is frame 352. That's the famous frame. Oh, the
1: one where it's eye contact?
2: is.
0: Yeah, where it's turned its head and it's looking at the camera. Um, On YouTube, which I I watched it and then I read some of the comments for I reckon maybe 45 minutes, which is (laughs) what some people would argue is a great way to spend your time, (laughs) me included. Uh, So uh, some of the people who are arguing in the comments about this frame, some saying that the look proves it's real, saying stuff like if you're a man in a suit, why would you look towards the camera? (laughs) It's ridiculous, right? But
1: if you didn't want people to think you're a man in a suit, you Mm -hmm. would look at the camera. I, I was assume thinking, people counted with that.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, people counted with all sorts. Like some arguments were like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And some, some arguments were like, what are you no, talking about? It's a about?
1: double bluff. And they're like, no, it's a quadruple bluff. <laughs> Four <laughs> crusties. <laughs> uh,
0: so so I, I reckon there's probably a few different reasons. Personally, when, I, when people were saying that, my thoughts were like, you know, maybe that look was just to see if the camera was rolling because it was the 20th take. Well, and like, yeah. is, are we doing this again? Um, you know what I mean. So if if it was a fake, then it, it's unlikely that was the first take. Yeah, right?
1: like professional actors accidentally look at the camera all the time, and they have to reshoot a scene, and they're professionals.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, sometimes you, you clock the camera, no doubt. Jess, I saw you do that one time. Yeah, I
2: was gonna. Say, yeah, I do it all the time, accidentally. Well.
0: Why do you always wink then when you do it?
2: It's an accident. <laughs> I'm naturally charming. <laughs>
0: I'm naturally winking. Is Bigfoot winking at me? <laughs> is that rolling? Wink. So anyway, not long after the head turn, kept walking, disappeared out of view. The video Did he like say, hey, when... I'm walking here? Yeah.
2: And how does it disappear out of view? Just out of frame? Because you can move a camera.
0: Well, into sort of trees and stuff. Hmm. behind stuff and then All right. came out a little bit briefly and then went back away again.
1: I've never thought about this. Is there any audio?
0: On the video I saw Chewbacca. there was. It was ominous music.
1: <laughs> I get
2: nothing for the chewy sound. Oh. No. Oh, just going with the report.
0: That was very good chewy sound, Jess. Well done.
2: <laughs> Thank can you, you. Can you do it again? No. Now go on. <laughs> no, now I'm shy. <laughs>
0: oh, she's winking again. Following the sighting, the pair continued to track Patty uh until the terrain made it too difficult. Then they made they went back, made uh, got some plaster of Paris or whatever, made plaster casts of the footprints, which is still seen as being, you know, by a lot as as great proof of the authenticity of it all. Um but there were some inconsistencies between their stories. I don't know. Did I mention that before? For instance, yeah. Patterson said the Bigfoot was between six and a half and seven feet tall, whereas Gimlin said six foot flat. Right, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's half a foot to a full foot difference. With in height, it's quite a big.
1: That is quite a lot. But if, if someone's a long way away, say if there was an NBA basketball player fifteen meters away from me, I probably couldn't tell you how tall. And they are. also
0: super bulky. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I don't see that as being no, necessarily... No, that's really hard. Something other people say is like uh, Patterson, so some people say, like skeptics say he's a known liar. He's spent his whole life lying, right? Some, that's what some say. He also changed it so it was, I think, later he was saying seven and a half feet. Like he, it grew in his memory. Or something, but that's also something that can happen. Exa- mm. Also, to go back to that YouTube comment thing again, if it was planned, wouldn't they agree, all right, it was 6-6 six, six, exactly? Exactly. That's that's an argument that uh, believers um, counter with all the time. They say, I, if anything, it's proof that it is real.
1: Yeah, because if it was all staged they'd be like, yeah, he was this colour exactly, what? blah, blah. And we had to return the costume by 4.30, otherwise
0: we'd have to pay for two days. <laughs> Wait. Shit. Forget that last bit. <laughs> Uh, the timeline in the pair's story has also come under scrutiny with skeptics, with some saying the things they said happened on the day could not have possibly all fit into their timeline. It was a pretty jam-packed afternoon. They're like, and then we went back to the camp on horseback and it was this far <laughs> away, and then we went back and did the plasters, and then they sent off the film, and they're like, it doesn't add up. It, it would have been very hard to happen. Some have looked into it, and the flight they said they sent the film on, though that day that they said it was, there were the planes were all grounded,
1: Oh, okay. That's a bit dodgy.
0: That's what, and Mm. but then others say it wouldn't have happened on that date, and there's there's all there's some murky stuff around. So people, non-believers, like it's definitely bullshit. But still, so many people like definitely real, right? Anyway, um, and there are plenty of naysayers about the video, Mm. uh, Jess, um, because you could argue it is almost definitely bullshit, right? (laughs) I wouldn't, but you could argue that you could. But that's boring to me i think it's boring to hear what the skeptics talk about um so one one thing they do say that makes sense to me is that if it is real there's got to be plenty of them around to breed and and go on and that sort of stuff so if that's the case why hasn't anyone ever found a bigfoot body or, or bones or anything right um and one argument i've just come up with now is that they're immortal um, they live forever. Oh, that yeah. would make sense. You that never find their body,
1: or they all spontaneously combust. Yes, my favorite. And that is of a of death.
0: Exactly. So there are there are definitely reasons why this would be, or that they're super intelligent and over the years have figured out ways of evading us, and they've got you know their own system to dispose of each other's bodies, or maybe more people, mole people. Exactly. Could be FBI. So there could be an agency covering. You know, there are there are poss- There's lots of possibilities. But anyway, the naysayers are kind of party poopers, right? So that's boring. Um, Let's hear from some of the (laughs) yay-sayers. One thing about the video that keeps many believers excited is the way Patty moves. They love the way she moves.
1: Mm. Is that a moonwalk?
0: No, no. It's all all forward earth walking. So they
1: didn't create the moonwalk before Michael Jackson?
0: No. Someone did, though, didn't they? Who did that?
1: Yeah, I think
2: I... Bowie.
0: Bowie. I don't... Okay. Um... Uh, believers say that the walk is unlike any human would or even could walk, right? According to an article published for the Oregon Public Broadcaster, the professor of anatomy and anthropology at Idaho State University, Spuds Club, Jeffrey Meldrum... Ghost Spuds! ...is one of the few academics to openly study sasquatch, and he is a believer, saying... This is a quote. It's all so easy to say, obviously, that's a man in a fursuit until you see it up against a man in a fursuit. And you go, "That, that's a man in a fursuit. That can't be a man in a suit. And is
1: he saying that whilst he's wearing a fursuit?
2: <laughs> he's just got a fetish. Just for credibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, huh?
0: he's, he's sort of Photoshopping himself in going, look, this is a man in a fursuit. <laughs> and he's like a jauntily work, walking next to it.
1: Crocodile Dundee. <laughs>
2: That's not a man <laughs> in a fursuit. This, this is, is a, a man, man in a fursuit. fursuit.
1: Darren, put the song on. Boo, do, do, boo, do, boo. Just prancing around in a fursuit. And that's why I am the Professor of Idaho. <laughs>
2: I'm the Professor of Idaho.
0: Self-described. <laughs> um, Meldrum, um, to bolster his argument, he points to the movie Planet of the Apes. <laughs>
2: Which is men in first
0: Yes. But Just, as, so, Dave, I don't know if he if he picked that up.
2: So,
1: as all academics do, have you ever seen the film Godzilla?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he points to the film. But I, I, sort of get his, I get his logic here somewhat. He says, "Wait um, a minute, Statue of Liberty." <laughs>
1: that was our
0: planet. <laughs> <laughs> when Homer
1: does that, man, it's so funny.
2: Fuck, oh, so many Simpsons
0: references. Uh, oh, it's mainly four crusties. <laughs> the, the first uh, of the Planet of the Apes movies um, came out around the same time as the Patterson-Gimlin film, right? So you, you could argue that they could be compared in terms of if you're saying they're both suits. Okay, technology-wise, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Planet of the Apes first movie 1969 was nominated for the Oscar for Best Costume Design. So was it the, you know the cutting-edge big budget film a lot of money into the costumes but it like it looks shitty his argument is this is what hollywood's come up with pretty unbelievable things when compared to this that these rodeo clowns or whatever they were they weren't clowns but anyway not in the not in that sense rodeo boxes boxes that's right (laughs) you know i'm i'm over explaining something that is obviously clear already what his point was (laughs) Um, uh, of the Planet of the Apes apes, Meldrum suggests they look like big hairy Pillsbury doughboys when compared to the Patterson Gimlin film, Ape Paddy, not Ape, Ape Man, not Ape Man, Bigfoot.
1: Did Patterson and Gimlin did they win the Academy Award for Best Picture over Planet of the Apes that year?
0: That's something I did only... for not
1: Best Picture, primarily Best Costume. They yes. should have. Mm. They
0: should've. really should have. Mm. Uh, According to the article, he shows the Patterson-Gimlin film to his students at university and asks them to critically analyse it. They start at the head and they can see the trapezius. They can see the deltoid, erector spine down the back, shoulder blades moving under the skin, the quads contract when they're supposed to contract, none of which ever show up in a cheap off-the-shelf costume.
2: that's true. Can't see dem quads.
0: Yeah, so all these, and it's a big... Big muscly beast, right? So that's that's an interesting thing. Um, Debate continues to rage on about the film. Was it a hoax or just through dumb luck? These two rodeo riders lucked into a costume that behaved in a more believable way than the high tech Hollywood ones. Which is, I mean, it's that's possible. But yeah, I agree with you. Not by luck. Yeah, not by luck.
2: Like they just happened to go to a really good costume shop.
0: The other things some people will say is um, the way the film was shot, um, they're not sure how many frames per second and that affects how the movements work. So maybe it's just like all these things lined up to make it look like, mm. which is starting to sound a bit like conspiracy theories on the other side. They're, they're the kind of things people say yeah. about the moon landing video and stuff. So, uh, but then if it's real, are they just two of the luckiest or the two luckiest Bigfoot hunters of all time who just happen to be there when one walked past. I mean, they were there in a place they believed that. And they weren't looking be, for him. But so have thousands and thousands of others, and they were the only ones. Still, fifty years later, over fifty years later, still the only ones who've got any sort of decent footage of it. Are they that lucky? If if it's real, that's what we we have to believe, and that they're immortal, obviously, because they don't have never left a body behind. Hmm um it feels like an argument similar to religion to me like those who want to believe in bigfoot will continue to do so no matter what the skeptics say um and then in the other way around uh short of physical evidence or a personal sighting no one is uh, none of the skeptics are going to budge either doesn't don't reckon it feels like that because there's been so many arguments both sides for so long 50 plus years and they're still
1: Yeah, totally. And I have, in both instances, my argument is
2: really?
0: Yeah.
1: But
2: really? Yeah, yeah. Is that your argument? Argument?
1: Just when it comes to religion and and Bigfoot.
2: Can you represent me in court? But really? Oh, fuck, he is good. Really? Oh, let her off. (sighs) She's off.
0: This guy is tedious. (laughs) Not guilty.
2: (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) No, Dave, shut up. Shut up now. Your job here is done. (laughs)
0: Uh, a man named Bob Hieronymus came forward to claim that he was the man who wore a, the costume in the film and he has passed a lie detector test of saying course. that he he was the man in the suit, right?
1: Really? Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when did he come forward? He came out decades later. Right. His story was that he, um, being involved in this fraud, he felt like he would have got in trouble, right? He was meant to get paid. Patterson never paid him, is how the story goes. He was meant to get a 1000 bucks that day of work. So it was meant to be good money. He never collected the money and he stopped fighting for it. He stopped chasing it because he was like, it's blowing up. It's get, be getting a lot of attention. I don't want to be associated with it because he was nervous that he was going to get in trouble for that. Um. So that that was his reason for not coming out for a long time until okay. a long time later.
1: He wouldn't get in trouble, though. No, I wouldn't have thought
0: so. So it feels like yeah, it's a, he was at least very naive or that's just a story. It's possible that... It is a man in a suit and this guy isn't that man as well, you know. Um, also, I read that Patterson also passed a lie detector test saying that it is all real. So, lie detector tests are, aren't foolproof. Oh, clearly. Someone's lying. Yeah, they've, they've contradicted each other. <laughs> Someone there. has to be lying. Um, yeah, and I think we've known that for a long time. They're not allowed, like, they're inadmissible or admissible, inadmissible in court admissible i'm not sure i don't i yeah, think it's inadmissible ever, right yeah I,
1: don't think, I never hear of them being used in australia
0: yeah i don't think even or america i don't think they're 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 seen as being um consistently but they are enough. a
2: great plot point
0: great plot point
1: totally
2: and, and very fun to watch yeah a little needle go
0: on a reality <laughs> show or something love it and they're like sweating oh Yeah, my god, oh my god
2: looking all tense
0: of like, the... And they're strapped to like, something that looks similar to the electric chair. Yeah. Of the two filmmakers, Patterson died of cancer only a few years after the film was made. Uh, Gimlin, on the other hand, still lives and ma- maintains... Really? Oh my gosh. Really?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that was legit. That's how good
1: I am. <laughs> I convinced myself I was surprised.
0: <laughs> um, and so he still ble- uh, maintains that the film is legit. Um, around 50 years after the film was shot, he was interviewed by Outside Magazine, and he said that he wished he'd never went looking for the creature, saying that Bigfoot has ruined his life.
2: Jesus. Um,
0: he, he sort of got pushed out of getting royalties from the film, which apparently just made a lot of money. It collects royalties, which is...
2: Insane. So yeah.
1: why did he get pushed out of his... The
0: assault I it was survivor. some sort of legal deal, but I, this was, before, I think, soon after it happened. I think he... He got squeezed out somehow, some sort of legal thing. Probably had had a, bad, a good lawyer like yeah. you but just really? couldn't quite get the job done.
2: Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't give this guy any money. Really? <laughs> he felt like he, he was in a lose-lose situation, right? Like um, either way, it, no matter what people thought, they either, either thought he was a space cadet for believing in Bigfoot or he was a liar, yeah. you know? Like most people, apart from the true believers... Um, everyone else thought he was sort of him negatively one way or another. Right?
2: bit kooky.
0: Um, at the time, he said, back at like w- way back, he said, I can understand why they don't believe in it because I didn't believe in it either, but I saw one and I know what I saw and I know it wasn't a man in a suit. It couldn't have been.
1: Imagine if he filmed. Actually, there is a, a scenario.
2: I thought of this too.
1: Where they both passed a lie detector test because he... Th- he yes. honestly thinks he's seeing a real man, and yes. that is a man in
0: a suit. So they're both telling the truth. Yep. Yes, and that and some people have put that forward as a suggestion as well. Oh, but we're th- not I, clever. No, no, you are. Um, I didn't think of that until I read someone say it. But what? Um, like he was a prank. The Bob Hieronymus guy. I think he said he was organised to do it by yeah. Patterson. So that in that case it doesn't work. But it could be if Hieronymus is full of shit, Gimlin. Could have th- thought he saw it, even though he didn't. Potentially, Ugh, that was a confusing. And
1: of the two filmmakers, one of them might have been in on it, like to prank their friend, yeah. and That's then it true. blows up, and you're like, I just better keep my mouth shut.
0: There are. There's also talk that Patterson was uh, in it for money. He knew he was. He didn't have long left, and he wanted to leave um, an income stream for his. Uh, his partner. God,
2: what? Would, would, would you think know, of that? I know,
1: out of all the things to do, yeah. I mean,
0: just create a drug lab
1: like Breaking Bad or something. Yeah,
2: yeah. or just go to the casino. Yeah, don't. T- all right, what I'm
1: going to do is create a 10 second <laughs> film of Bigfoot, <laughs> and that will keep royalties in my family for the next
0: 50 years. It's a real roll of the dice. <laughs> that's
1: a real roll. Yeah. That's
0: that's the casino of life. And just- all I
1: have to do ah. is spend a thousand dollars to pay a man to dress up in a suit
2: and hire an expensive camera. Yes. <laughs>
0: Which I think, yeah, I think a company he got a company to pay for all those things. I think he was a real. He's one of our classic charismatic, good talkers, but kind of a swindler guy, a which Perkins. we come up a lot. Yes, the Perkins, <laughs> the Perkins archetype. Really.
2: <laughs>
0: so that's um. I mean, honestly, there's so many different paths I could have gone down. Sure. And, I, and even just in that story alone, it's so much that has been untouched there. But I've, I've sort of. I thought I'd finish with a a few little fun facts. Um, There's quite a few here, though. Um, I will decide. Sorry. Attempted fun facts.
2: Mm. Facts at this stage.
0: Here's the first one.
2: (laughs) But
1: but are
0: they really facts? (laughs) Really? You you know, I was talking earlier about Harry and the Hendersons, which I remember watching when I was a kid. I'm going to need you to recap. I
1: don't actually know Harry and the Hendersons. I played along.
0: I don't know. uh, So it was a film where, like, they, they found a big foot. And then, as a comedy, and then he sort of lived as an adopted family <laughs> member. Really? You know, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. This was a film. Kind of reminds me of Encino Man.
0: And it, Yeah, I guess it's... Buddy. Like, without the abs. But anyway, it, there was sort of a spin-off sitcom with different actors that ran for a few seasons as well. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a big thing. Harry and the Hendersons. Um, but this is what I, that's not the fun fact necessarily, what I thought was a fun fact. you know how in the Harry Potter episode we were giving shit to America for renaming some of the Harry Potter movies? Oh, um, yeah. Well, in the UK, Harry and the Hendersons was released as Bigfoot and the Hendersons. They <laughs> didn't think that the Bigfoot on the poster, <laughs> on the poster would not- be enough for the UK audiences. Isn't- is that fun?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, like the UK audiences would sort see, of like the poster. The switch.
0: They'd see the poster and go...
1: Wow, that's a really hairy
0: big man with large feet. I assume like, John Gl- Lithgow's yeah. Harry <laughs> and the others are the Hendersons. What's this?
2: Is that their pet? <laughs> is this some sort of typo?
1: <laughs> but like in image form?
0: But it also makes it a really, it just sounds such like a. it becomes a real dumb name for a movie to me. Bigfoot and the yeah. Hendersons. is like. Although. It sounds no good. It's a bit w- too obvious. I wouldn't have needed you to explain
1: to me the concept behind it. That's true. If you'd told me. Bigfoot and the Hendersons, I would have been right there with you.
0: He would have been like, moves in with Don goes family. <laughs> of
1: course. And, of course, there'll be some sort of spin-off series for a few seasons yeah. with different actors.
0: So that He's feels like, uh, on, on justice scale, that is not a quite a fun fact. Not quite. Um, this one, this next one maybe is in a similar boat, but it, I, I thought, um, thinking back to Mothman, I'm like, there's got to be some festivals. Right, and it turns out there are so many Bigfoot festivals in really? America. So many, right?
2: <laughs>
1: that was a genuine one again.
0: <laughs> I found a listicle that named the top five.
2: Fuck, I love listicles. Wow, Bigfoot there's a top festivals. five.
0: Yeah, and the number one they listed uh, was the Honobia Bigfoot Festival, which takes place on a Christian mission in Honobia, Oklahoma. Events there include helicopter rides, uh <laughs> Okay, Bigfoot rides. <laughs> yeah, no, this is like there's not
2: a lot. There's a couple so can, of things where
0: they just like put Bigfoot at the start of it. But the helicopter so you can go and look for it. I guess that's that's got to be the angle, uh, right?
2: Bigfoot eating contest, there's, Bigfoot rides.
0: There's the Bigfoot 5k run.
2: Bigfoot fashion parade.
0: <laughs> Compare your foot size to Bigfoot's foot. Bigfoot Everything foot else is in sale. in normal, um, you know, normal spelling, normal caps, normal lowercase, right? But then one is Zone, all caps.
2: <laughs> is it KIDS with a Z?
0: No. Damn it. No, is it right. ZONE with a Z? Yes.
2: Oh. Whoa. Oh, wow. That's
0: pretty really? rad. Uh, they also advertise they've got a face painter named Faces by Wendy. <laughs> okay, That's pretty th- on theme. And a street performer called Hillbilly Willie.
2: <laughs> Hillbilly Willie. Well, I'm
1: Hillbilly Willie and I can juggle on top of a ladder.
0: <laughs> is that him? <laughs> It's a, it just Billy seems Billy? like there's not all that much Bigfoot stuff going on. Nah, it's just, it's, it's there a is fair. an artwork contest though. It's called the Bigfoot Artwork Contest. Ah, so I guess, and it says you could do anything. It could be
2: also oh, doesn't have to be Bigfoot related. No,
0: yeah, every... <laughs> I think it might have to be, but it could be a painting oh. or a sculpture or whatever. A photograph. Uh, oh, oh, cost you five bucks to enter. Oh. Thank I've already for- made the fucking art, mate. Thanks
2: for letting me know.
0: <laughs> you were looking like you were ready to go. I mean, you don't have five bucks to spare yeah, on this.
2: I'm the artsy one after all.
0: This also confused me, but this could be just a type. I'm not really worthy of our time on this podcast. But anyway, it goes movie Saturday night at 6 p.m. And then confusingly it says festival is over at 5 p.m. each day. <laughs> so I don't know quite how that works. Has the organiser just scheduled a movie night for himself
1: and accidentally put it in that yeah. calendar? Yes, I think that... Uh, my wife and I will be watching a movie. You are not invited. <laughs>
0: That's just at our
2: home. But I just
1: don't want to forget to
2: at an... Home Alone too? I've got to get a blockbuster my way home.
0: Re- it's Harry and the Hendersons for sure. <laughs> All of that. Surely there's a fun fact in there somewhere.
2: I yeah, think the yeah. fact that it cost five bucks to enter the art show was the fun fact. Well, well, I'm helico- very
0: confused by what it incorporates... <laughs> I thought helicopter rides was fun.
2: Just the fact that there's a festival is fun. Yes. Why did you just blank?
0: I was I, I said incorporates, but that's not the word I meant. Anyway, <laughs> hillbilly willy it was what I thought made that fun. <laughs> yes. And then finally, I, this is this is another listicle because I know you love listicles. Love
2: them. And I love the word, yeah.
0: listicle. Because you bloody love uh, portmanteaus. Oh, I love them. <laughs> bloody
2: love. She loves them. She loves them. I love them. They're so fun.
0: Uh, So this listicle was on theweek.com and it's called 11 Crazy Bigfoot Conspiracy Theories and they're all great.
2: 11 is an annoying number.
0: (laughs) I won't won't go through them all. One of
2: them is irrelevant. Just read 10. They can't all be good.
0: Uh, Sorry, let's say 10.
2: Thank you. Great. Now I'm back on board.
0: This is a, a DNA test proved that Bigfoot is part human, a hybrid, right? And this was... This study was done by Texas veterinarian Melba S. Ketchum. Okay. Claims, this is something that no one has officially done, but apparently claims to have Sasquatch DNA somehow (laughs) and and reckons it includes human DNA. Okay, so is
2: there just some weird cult out there fucking bears? Yes. Because what's the other half? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Finally, she went on to insist that uh, that they're an indigenous people and immediately should have protection of their human and constitutional rights,
2: and the right to bear arms.
0: Yes, (laughs) that's That's what she meant. Up top,
2: we Uh, should give them weapons.
1: (laughs) uh, We should give them the right to call a lawyer and one
2: family
0: member and remain silent. (laughs)
2: Anything they say,
0: (laughs) any grunt they make, (laughs) can and will be used as evidence. This one was. This one's. Full on uh, Apparently there's a conspiracy that the government secretly removed burnt Sasquatch corpses from Mount St. Helens after the 1980 eruption So apparently Mount St. Helens was already known as a real hotspot for for ape men sightings So I'm doing um, jazz hands, jazz hands. Um, Since the 20s uh, And apparently there were a few eyewitnesses who reported seeing federal helicopters carrying off the charred remains of several Sasquatches from the area Several yeah. wow,
2: charred remains. Yeah,
0: that doesn't that make it sound like it could be a, the, the fact that they're charred remains makes it tricky. Mm. Flying in a helicopter, you're like going, "Oh, from a distance, I, I can, can tell spot Bigfoot charred remains from anywhere." Oh, I
1: was imagining that they were in like a, a net
0: flown oh. below. That doesn't it, make sense. It, especially when you're trying to take them away, why would you be doing that? They're in it. They were be hanging discreet. below in a display case. Yeah, imagine if you were on a big and a Sky rider following him, saying "charred remains of ape men." Don't tell anyone. Shh. <laughs> imagine if you're on a, at a Bigfoot
1: festival and you did the helicopter ride and you looked down and the helicopter you were in was carrying around the charred <laughs> remains. Oh, look! I found one. Shut up. Shut up.
2: Shut up or I will crash this will, helicopter. That will kill us all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how much I want to protect this secret, even though I run the Bigfoot Festival <laughs> oh, to throw them off the scent. Interesting. People in the YouTube comments will say, well, the Bigfoot Festival founder would, would never found a Bigfoot Festival if, if they didn't exist, but they did exist. Am I right?
2: Okay, I'm lost. Thumbs up if you agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a another one here. Um In 1973, Pennsylvanian UFO researcher Stan Gordon said he noticed an increase in sightings of Sasquatches entering and exiting extraterrestrial vessels. He believes that they're actually aliens.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, well, he is probably inclined to say that about nearly everything. Um,
2: This burger's an alien. (laughs) Okay, all right. Yeah, no, very good.
1: Washing the sheets, that's an alien concept to me. I'll lie in my filth.
2: (laughs) My human
1: filth. Do a DNA test, do one.
0: I'm part human.
2: I mean all, all human.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Just a couple more quick ones. I won't even do ten. Sasquatches appear in the Bible. What? A few modern creationists have argued that the giants briefly mentioned in the book of Genesis were actually early Big Feet.
2: Giants?
0: They've written Big Feet. Maybe it is big feet. Nah, Bigfoots. <laughs> Bigfoots definitely sound smarter. Yeah,
2: I don't remember there being giants in the Bible, but I mean, I've never read it cover to cover.
0: Oh, you got to read Genesis. You'll love the bit where they briefly mention giants. Oh. Um, is this one a good one to finish on? Sasquatches occasionally sodomize domestic cows. <laughs> so says a local farmer. <laughs> whose cows
2: are acting suspiciously
1: and definitely doesn't want to cop the blame himself.
0: <laughs> I definitely didn't fuck those cows.
2: <laughs> it was a Sasquatch.
0: I didn't know this, but it says in this listicle, which I obviously can always always believe listicles. Is it, it the top 10 things Bigfoot fuck? <laughs> it says animal on animal bestiality is far from uncommon. And apparently according to more than a few farmers, they've witnessed Male big feet, which they say here explicitly is the plural of Bigfoot. So oh. I've been, oh. I mean, and Agree I, I do, I trust a listicle more than with my life. Um, <laughs> more than a few farmers have claimed to have seen male big feet getting intimate with some unfortunate bovines. I like how they phrase that. This is a like, very funny listicle. Can, of, course farmers, of course, the farmers.
1: Of course, the farmers say that.
0: Gets pretty lonely out there. It was that wasn't. you oh, did you see a big? Hairy male, fucking a cow. That was yeah. That I saw it too. It was not me. Me, even though I was wearing my overalls, which is another thing. Big feet often um, wear my overalls. Don't do it. I, I want something. I must done about have left it.
2: them in the barn. They yeah. just helped themselves. Those dirty big feet. You mean those overalls that are just over there in the corner in your washing basket? There. No, <laughs> no nah, nah, other one. Other ones. I have multiple overalls. Oh, I see. Okay. So you want to end on that one? Should I?
0: Really? <laughs> I don't. I do, I do not have to. I reckon we're not, not, you're not going to get a better one than farmers banging a cow. Well, the, well, this is the other one. This is one that we sort of mentioned earlier. Sasquatches bury their dead. So that's one. Um, one theory cryptozoologists. Hang on. Have come up with.
2: But if they bury their dead, that means they understand the concept of. Of digging Thus Tunneling <gasps> That makes So much sense oh.
1: Maybe they thought It was digging His own grave And, and they're, they're like
2: Oh well this is convenient Let him
1: continue We're going to kill him In a minute anyway Yeah it's
2: perfect
0: Unless what Unless they call Their dicks They're dead And when they talk About burying them, they're talking About in in cows Yeah that's,
2: I think That's
0: it There's a, a question Matt for you In the future Edit that out or not
2: <laughs> You I'm won't re- I
0: reckon you will <laughs> Um, so, should we thank the people who have uh, kindly suggested this topic? Yes. We had uh, Daniel A. Mateer. Thank A. you, A. Daniel.
2: A. where? <laughs> A. <Mateer>. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say,
1: Daniel. Thank you,
0: Daniel.
2: Great job, Daniel.
0: Uh, we also had Tony Martinez. Ah, oh, Tony
1: Martinez. or oh, Tony
0: Martinez. Thank you, Tony.
2: Thank you, Tony. And thank you, Daniel.
0: And also, Odin McCarthy. Thank you. Odin. A.K.A. Shrubmaster27.
2: Shrubmaster. That's good. A.K.A.
0: <laughs> That's, I like it. That's his Twitter. Michael Saltenberger and Linert Stales. Great names. I'd also like to thank Elizabeth King. Emily Nutzen. Sorry about the pronunciation. I fucked that up last I working it. And Sarah Clough. Well, wow, it's a popular topic. I yeah. didn't even realise how many people had that, suggested it.
2: That might be one of the most suggested ones we've had. That's heaps.
0: Uh, also, uh, Marcus Gallagher actually... Um, suggested the Patterson-Gimlin film in particular.
2: Oh, cool. Well,
1: we did a big to- big part there, so we can thank you also for suggesting that.
2: Is that – that's everyone?
0: Yeah, that's everyone.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks so much, guys, for suggesting the topics.
1: Yeah, we appreciate that, listeners suggesting topics. And you can do so at any time. Remember, there is a little link in the description of this episode that takes you to a little form where you can fill out – and suggest a topic and also tell us why you think it's interesting. That's They're always really fun to read. Yes. Some people take it very seriously. Some people make a joke. Both fine by me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like it too. Uh, the, um, uh, this was also voted on in our golden hat for Patreon. Oh, thank you to those people that voted for it. Was it a landslide? I think it was something like 60%. So a relatively solid majority. Um. Yes, but just thinking about Patreon, it would be great to thank some of our Patreon supporters now.
2: That is a fantastic
0: idea. Yes, that's right. And so thank everyone in general that supports the show at patreon.com slash do
1: pod in exchange for your love and support. We'll give you love and bonus episodes, shout-outs, access to tickets and all sorts of extra posts. Uh, we really appreciate everyone that does so. And let's thank a few now. Can
2: I thank someone? Okay. That would be so nice. Can I thank should a legend? We, should we give them a... I'll- Alternate Bigfoot name. So well, how there was swamp cabbage man. Nah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, Stupid idea. No. no, no, I was
0: just trying to compute it. I like no, it. No, no, it's it's can you, just you do, hate it. Can you do the first example and then I'll I'll jump in. Yep. Okay.
1: I'd like to thank a legend from Adelaide where Matt has just been and where you had such a good time that we've decided we'll probably go there for a podcast sometime in the near future.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back there.
1: And I'd like to thank and hopefully we'll see when we do the show, Timothy Poulton.
2: Shrubbery Beast. (laughs)
1: Timothy Poulton, the Shrubbery Beast.
0: Shrubbery Beast. Love it. Ah,
2: Shrubbery.
1: Who would win in a fight between the Shrubbery Master and the Shrubbery Beast?
0: Ooh.
2: Beast. That's like the Master. Oh, interesting. The Master controls the Beast. Oh.
1: Sorry, Tim, you lost out there. And I'd also like to thank from Manchester in the UK,
2: Nicole Carr. Matt, have a go.
0: I, to be honest, I missed what you said at the start. I was trying to piece it together. So it's something to do with plants and monsters. It's
2: just a different. like it a could name. be anything. Another name for like a yeti.
0: All right, say say tell say it again. I'll just will just say what comes to me. Okay,
1: from Deish. Manchester,
0: Manchester from <laughs> the UK. It's Nicole Carr. Tractor, tractor <laughs> monkey. Oh, that's an that's an old. <laughs> It's an old ABC TV show in Australia. (laughs) Well, she won't know that. She'll think that's very interesting.
2: Tractor monkey. I like it.
1: And I imagine that's probably a phrase if that's why they call the show that. All it is on Wikipedia is a TV show.
2: Okay. Could just be a TV show.
1: There you go. Nicole Carl, the tractor monkey of the podcast.
2: May I thank some people? Please. Okay. I would like to thank from Dundee in Scotland. Oh, good. Okay. Scott. McFarlane. Scott McFarlane. McFarlane. the
1: Broccoli oh, okay. Bin Boy.
2: Broccoli Bin Boy. Where yeah. did broccoli come from, Dave?
1: Uh, cabbage.
2: Yes. Uh, okay. Broccoli Bin Boy. Yeah, I'm with you. Well done. So thank you, Scott. Broccoli Bin Boy, BBB. Oh, that's Ooh. good. The
1: triple B. I triple love it That sounds much better than Broccoli Bin Boy.
2: <laughs> triple B. Triple Don't
1: B. let anyone know what it
0: stands for. Well, you triple B mine. That's what he says on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Cute. To his love interest. Or future love interest.
2: That's cute. Depending
0: on where he is in his story arc.
2: Mm. <laughs> and I'd also like to thank for my favourite city in the entire world. <gasps> Where's
0: it going to be? Perth.
2: Uh, we've spoken about this so many times. You guys is never it Melbourne? listen to me. I imagine
0: you'd live in the place that's your favourite. Otherwise, why wouldn't you move to the other place? It's Paris.
2: Because our podcast is in Melbourne. Do you want me to move <gasps> is that to why it's Dublin?
0: A- oh, Dublin's a very nice city.
2: My favourite place, and I would like to thank Jenny Lavelle.
0: Holy moly! Good name, Jenny eh? Jenny Lavelle.
2: No.
0: I can I have a go at this one? Yes. Sure. Bell bottom dollar.
2: Bell bottom dollar. <laughs> wow! Bet your bottom dollar. You, you are an Annie fan.
0: Tomorrow. Yeah. Bell,
2: bottom
0: Bell bottoms, jeans. like a, jeans. Dollar money. That's that doesn't quite work, does it?
2: It's no. There's no wrong answer here. That's fine. Jenny can be the bell bottom dollar. What about the try bell bottom something else? Maybe go B again, so it's BBB.
0: Okay, the bell bottomed bull.
2: Bell bottom bull. Oh, that's
0: good. So I you like like picture it. that? It's a bull wearing w- jeans, wearing like like old disco pants.
2: Great. Uh, on
1: how many legs? Two or four?
0: Two. Oh, back legs, yeah. front legs, back legs. That'd be
1: weird. It's just the front legs, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, they walk up because yeah, everyone. That, that's that's yeah. an old meme thing that went around. Which would you do? You definitely just back. back legs, back legs, shirt on the top, yeah, legs, well, top legs. You know how <laughs> fucking animals work. You, <laughs> Drongos. Um. All right. Can I thank a couple? Yes. And please don't let me do the things because I'm. All right. I reckon I. I want this one. Um. From Dave, and I really would love just to take it home tonight.
2: Okay, all right, sure. Because yeah. Jess,
0: you seem like you've got a talent for this.
2: That's not true at all.
0: From one of my favourite suburbs of Melbourne, <gasps> Dublin. I'd love to thank <laughs> from Sunshine North. Oh, what I love, what are, I what hate a, Sunshine West, but North, you're I, back in the zone. I'm a big you know, I'm a big West fan, mm-hmm. and Sunshine, what a name for a town. Yeah, love it. From Sunshine North, I'd love to say, love to thank. And thank, in equal measure, Sam Abella. Sam, Sam Abella, Abella, the crab diver. Ooh, crab just a normal diver. sort of job. Oh, yeah. Or he's a crab. He's a crab man. Right. Crab so man diver. Snorkler, like he's got a snorkel in. Yeah.
2: Wow, that's cool. Do crabs need snorkels?
0: This one does. So, he, uh, so he's basically saying it's a crab. It's a crab. It's no, a but... crab. When I say it, I mean a good friend. But it's a giant Sam one. Sam Abella. Like man sized crab. Oh, man crab. Whoa. Wouldn't you call it a man? Crab, crab man? man. Crab man diver. Crab man diver.
2: Diving crab man. Yeah. Crab man diver. Sounds like a, cool. a, a
0: Ronnie James Dio song.
1: diver. Is that that one? Yeah. What does he actually
0: say? Is it Holy Diver? Holy Diver. Yeah, it was it was. Uh, genuinely pretty close to that. I just changed. Crabby
1: right. diver. And I would also
0: love to thank. <laughs> oh, no. From Wollongong. Oh.
2: It's, an, it's an,
0: a great city of Australia. Olivia Barnett.
2: The woolly barn owl. <laughs>
0: oh. oh, spooky. Man. Oh. oh. So, it's, ah! so it's a humanoid. It, again, when I say it, I mean Olivia. Yep. Our good friend. Olivia is a human-sized owl, owl. but instead of feathers, wool.
2: Yep. Wow, there's a lot Wings, but man legs.
0: Can she fly? Yes. Oh. And yeah.
1: the wool doesn't hinder. Nah, but but if you get it wet. Can't fly. But the warmth stays in. Oh yeah, wool always keeps you warm. Really, even even it breathes if, really well if it's wet.
0: Mm. Even if it's wet,
1: it's good survival material.
0: Oh, that's why sheep wear it. Exactly. Hey Peter. Dave, before we go, I'd I'd really love to mention this one. Well, I met so many cool people in Adelaide, and it, it's almost doing a disservice to them to not mention them all. But I had this. I had a great time uh, with. One of them was called Loose Luke because he was clearly very not loose at all, and I, a classic ironic nickname, right? And his friend who was very loose, he was, he was, he had a couple of. Was his name Nerdy Nick? <laughs> his name was Jack, but his nickname was Fritzel. Oh. You know, I didn't get to the bottom of that. Um, okay, you know one Fritzel, and I don't want to. He said something nice about Jess, like Jess is great, um, and then he goes, "But what about Dave?". That bloody Nazi
2: synthesizer. (laughs) 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 Heil Hitler. (laughs) Wow,
1: Nazi. Man, we laughed for so long. (laughs) Well, big shout out to all our friends in Adelaide. Thank you so much for tuning in there. And thanks for everyone for tuning in everywhere throughout the world.
0: world. world.
1: Uh, we'll be back next week with a, another brand new episode. But until then, we'll say thanks for listening. And I will say goodbye.
0: Laters. Bye. <laughs> Wait, that's not how you say it. Bye. Yeah. I was going to say That would have been unsatisfying. Sorry. Made me feel sick.
2: <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.